Pickaxe. Hello, and welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's comfort zone. I am Kirsty, and I am Bryony, and we listen to each other's dreams and try to figure out what is going on in our minds. What is going on? We don't know what's going on in our waking lives, so we have to start somewhere. I had oh dreams. She had dreams. Finally, the dry spell is over. They're back. Got a lovely moist brain now. Oh. <laughs> well, definitely, because one of the dreams is very, very wet. Wait, oh. no, wait, hang on. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> it's damp. Hang on a moment. <laughs> this is a special episode oh. for... <laughs> Comfort Zone After Dark. It has a lot of water in it. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Oh dear. Nice. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, they're back. Oh my god. But they're only short dreams, but they're they are dreams. They're there. They're happening. Yeah. That's good. Do you have any idea what either caused the dreams to go or caused them to come? Yeah, back? Uh, potentially. Um so on my ADHD meds, I was having some side effects. Um so I had to stop them for a few days. And I've been off them. This is the fourth day I've not been having them, and this is the fourth day I've been having dreams. Oh. So there it is. <laughs> I wonder what it is about them that would suppress dreams. Is it to do with, like, it puts you into different levels of sleep or something? So you're Maybe. not in the right Maybe. sleep uh, settings I, I can't life it, is not a video of, game <laughs> I'm trying to think of the human words that you use like for being alive levels of sleep different achievements <laughs> it, it kind of makes sense because when I'm not on them I tend to be a lot more tired um, so the fact that I'm having a lighter sleep and dreaming more makes so much sense because I wake up and I'm just like I need to go back to bed yeah um, which is one of the downsides of not being on them but at least I'm having dreams, so that's good. You're <laughs> suffering for content. Exactly, exactly. I have very much been like, I've been having loads of dreams, but not really recording many of them because I've been naughty and just getting up. Um, I've started like doing editing work before my morning stream. Oh so God. I am like up out of bed straight away because I, I know me and I know sleepy me and I know that sleepy me will bargain for five more minutes and five more minutes means an hour yep. so I have to just jump out of bed as soon as I realise I'm awake I have to be out and um, I don't know how you have the discipline honestly I think maybe part of it is well I guess Alex goes to work right but yeah. I feel like if there was someone here to be like get out of bed I'd be like okay but because it's just me I'm like nah stay in bed dude <laughs> just stay in bed all day and I'm like okay me good idea you need a more demanding cat tabs mm -hmm. goes too easy on you you need a you need a face bapper breakfast demander. well he, he does bap the face but I tend to just turn around and put the blanket over my head so <laughs> oh sorry just tabs. Like, okay 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 <laughs> But I swear he maybe it's just because he's a guest in my house when he stays here, whereas he lives with you. But he, he so it seems like a soft bapper to me. Um, 
yeah, he is for the most part, but he does extend the claws a, a tiny bit. Oh. So they're a tiny bit sharp, but it's not an aggressive bap. It's just more of a tap, 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 but also there's a little bit of claw there. But he My... does he does need his claws trimming, so it's probably that. My favorite memory that I have of Tabs is when I had woken up and he had been like breakfast. He just sort of got in the bed and I was like, oh, I was so tired. I like closed my eyes again and I felt him jump on the bed and I opened my eyes and he was just reaching for my face. And he <laughs> looked so guilty when my eyes opened. He was just like, oh, I wasn't good. I would never. Me? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I was like, taboo. He was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just so slowly reaching for a gentle little breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Bless him. Bless him. But to be fair, like if I if my breakfast relied on someone else doing it for me, I'd be a nightmare. Oh god, yeah. I'd be one yeah. of those like huskies that just jumps on the bed and won't let you know peace until I've been fed. Mm -hmm. Tabs also bites my fingers when he's hungry. Aww. If I boop him on the nose after he's eaten, he's like, oh, a boop, lovely. But if it's before he's eaten, he's like, oh, a finger, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Sustenance. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry will do a thing where... He gets so hungry, honestly. So obviously, like with cats, you feed them little meals in the day. And once that's gone, that's sort of, they've had their lot. Whereas the bunnies have to have constant access to food. Yeah. And yet when I feed Jerry, he still acts like he's never eaten before in his life. <laughs> and he's been starved for weeks. And, and he does this thing where he just runs around with his mouth open. So you have to really quickly like... It's not that he's trying to bite or anything. It's just that he's so excited for food. Aww. So you have to really quickly like throw food down because otherwise he will just like consume your finger <laughs> because he's just running around like, ah, like a little land shark. Oh, bless you. <laughs> just a hungry the number boy. of times that he has bitten me, but just purely accidentally. He's a little monster, but I love him. This is a little hungry man. Yeah. And he he probably like jumps at food as well. As soon as your hand goes to like put food down, he pounces on it. Aww. He's a funny little guy. Bless. Whereas Fifi is just, I mean, she is impolite in the way that she will steal food out of Jerry's mouth. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't she steal his food? Like he's really aggressive. Well, not aggressive, but like he aggressively wants it. And yeah. then when he has it, it's like, oh, she's taking it. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. He'd be like grunting at her and lunging, and he's like, "I get food." And then as soon as they have it, she can, she will literally like shove her head underneath him and push him over <laughs> to get food that she thinks is underneath him. And he'd just be like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay never mind." A, I didn't need that relationship. He started doing the thing I've noticed in the last few months. So when bunnies are angry they're like flick their tails they do like a really quick little like tail wag and it's mm -hmm. a sign of like Rrr. and he'll do that while she pushes him over but he won't do anything about it oh but you can just see his little tail going and he's just like i do not appreciate this <laughs> but then they'll be like but okay <laughs> well, i'll deal with it <laughs> yeah but i don't little appreciate guy. it yeah <laughs> 
Um, so you have dreams and I'm excited to hear because I've not heard from your brain in a while. I can't so, believe um, I've had a dream. I It's so wild like how I've just not had any while on these meds, I guess. Like just yeah. the odd ones seeped through, but they've usually just been really weird. But now they're just they're just back. And there was like another part of the one I had last night, but I can't really remember it being coherent, so I didn't record it. But it involved a man on a bus. And oh. then and then he something happened with him. I don't know what, but he was a bit dazed and he went to get off the bus. And he just left all of his stuff there, like his phone and his bag and everything. And I was like, don't you want that? And he was like, no, no, I'm done. And then he just got off the bus. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, bye. But I, I can't remember what happened before that. Like there was this whole thing that happened, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, then then it led into the uh, the sea monkey one. But, but yeah, I have two dreams. Shall we give one a listen? I have both my cards and my Ooh, book. lovely, lovely. So I, I can double interpret it. Okay. I, I think I know where the first dream came from. Some of it anyway. But the second one I don't really know. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure you'll come up with something. Okay, okay. okay, okay. Echelonge. Echelonge. <laughs> but yeah, they're both quite short as well. They're about two minutes. So I say short, they're a reasonable size, but they're short for me. okay let's go okay right let's go with the first one then three two one go hello i had a dream last night oh my god but i've kind of forgotten a lot of it but i'll tell you some of the bits i remember so i was in some sort of building i think it was an office building it was like a corporate environment and me and someone else i'm not sure who wanted to get to a higher floor but the person I was with was like I know a shortcut so we went through this door um, that was uh, restricted and it went out into a stairwell which was like barred off and there was someone in there it was a woman and she was like one of the management and she was like you can't go up here and we were like no no we, we have to we have to go this way and she was like I'm going to report you and we managed to talk her around somehow so she came with us but then when we got to the top I somehow like we we had to go up the stairs then up a ladder and then we were like imagine the top of a skyscraper but we were going through like vents that ran around each corner of it so like there were really narrow little vents that were like an L shape and when I was in one of them suddenly I like went unconscious so I was like in I guess almost like in a video game where like where I went unconscious I woke up in the real world and I was like shit I need to reconnect but um, when I disconnected the lady we were with was still with me and the other guy I was with had sort of gone on ahead and that was when she had her heel turn and she like captured me but I was unconscious and I was like watching on from the real world like shit she's, she's got me and she like tied me up and then tied up the, the other guy that we were with and she was like you shouldn't have come this way I told you you shouldn't and she was like the bad guy and it was like I, re- I need to reconnect I need to reconnect so that I can so that I can get out of this um, but I don't know if I did I can't remember anything beyond that the only other thing I remember is that my the person who I was inside the 
corporate environment game. It, it wasn't even really a game, but that's the best way I can describe it. But the person that I was was uh, I was Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> so when I disconnected, I just saw Gwendolyn Christie there in the event, unconscious, and I was like, no. But yeah, that was it. Uh, I finally had a dream. Yeah. Bye bye. Oh, dream. Ta-da. <laughs> so is that the one you said that you think you know why it might have? Yeah. Been? So the fact that it was in an office building and it was like business people, I think that's because. So me and Rithian have been watching Dimension Twenty lately. We we watched a series and we finished it, um, and we've started a, a new one now. Uh, and this one is like set in space. It's set in uh, a universe that Brennan Lee Mulligan's uh, mum like wrote uh, for for a, I think it's a comic book or a, or a novel or something. Yeah. Um, and one of the characters is just a businesswoman. She's just straight up a businesswoman called Margaret. Um, and she's like the real classic like woman in a suit who like pulls out her phone to deal with problems sort of thing. And I think that's what made me just dream about like an office building and business people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I dreamt about Gwendolyn Christie, but but yeah, I think it was uh, I think it was Dimension 20. Ah, so. but yeah, is the character in that like, uh, which like the good or the heel turn? Which, she's she's or, good. Or they... Yeah, no, she's okay. good. She, they, I mean, there are like bad business people. Like, there's like a corporation that's kind of bad, and she works for them, but she's kind of going under the radar to to just do like other stuff, like in the party's interests and stuff. So there are like bad business people as well um but uh, but yeah I, I i feel like it's just that it just sort of flavored the dream a little bit maybe yeah um but i think it's i i dream i dream about office buildings quite a lot um and i've i've had similar dreams before about like going up towers like that like sort of precarious like skyscraper tower sort of things because in that dream, I had to go up a ladder and then we went like up to the top of the thing and through the vents. And I've had a dream before where I was in like a hotel and I had to go up to like a restricted section and it was kind of the same sort of thing. Like it was up ladders, up like elevator shafts and there were planks across gaps and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I dream about that sort of thing quite a lot. It's weird. Well, I've looked up Climb oh. um, in the book. It says to dream of climbing is to dream of getting away from something, possibly to escape. We may be avoiding trouble. We are trying to reach new heights in our lives, possibly having to make greater efforts than before to succeed. Ascension in the sense of climbing to achievements, to achieve enlightenment is an often perceived spiritual symbol. Mm. So are you, I guess, I guess if you have them all the time, maybe it's not as relevant, but I do wonder if it's like, New Year's and maybe you know, everyone gives all their all in January. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the the nature of the beast with something like ADHD is that you are constantly having these ideas that you aren't able to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm constantly climbing up a dodgy tower. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at the minute, I've like picked up so many different hobbies that I've just... I'm just swamped now. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. Uh I also looked up ladder and it says 
The ladder in dreams suggests how secure we feel in moving from one situation to another. We may need to make a considerable, considerable effort to reach a goal or take an opportunity. Often this dream occurs during career changes and so has obvious connotations. You're, you're not thinking of changing careers, are you? You're not abandoning me? Nope. Nope, Good. nope, nope. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. I also looked up rope. because Well, you didn't say what you were tied up with, but you said about being tied up. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it was more of a uh, metal, like on a metal table sort of thing. Oh. You know, like classic, like James Bond with the laser beam sort of thing, you know. Yeah. But maybe not quite as big of a table. But I think it was something like that. Another thing is we've been watching Star Trek. We've been watching TNG, um, me, Zoe, Rithy and Nalzi. Uh, and they've been like going through like a best of so that we don't have to watch every episode. <laughs> and there was one where people were like losing time, like... I think it was Riker kept, like, he would, like, put his head down on the pillow and then suddenly it's time to wake up. And he's like, I just went to bed. Why is this happening? And and then they would get, like, triggered by certain items. Like, Worf went for a haircut and he saw the scissors and he was like, oh. And, and then it turned out that, spoilers for TNG from 1992, <laughs> um, it turned out that an, like a weird, mysterious alien race. I'm, I'm, we've watched so much. I'm trying to not mix up episodes here, but yeah, was like drugging them and abducting them through like a portal and like experimenting on them while they were in this portal and then just plopping them back and nobody remembered. But then like parts of the memory, like the scissors, were like the weird pointy probe on the top of this metal table, and they they had been like strapped to the table with like metal. Bars. Oh. So maybe the table is a part of that. Maybe it was just a, a sort of a leftover element of TNG that we've been watching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just all the media I've been consuming. <laughs> it's all, mixing it's all just leaking out. <laughs> the big soup. Yeah. I don't know why Gwendolyn Christie was there though, because I've not I've not consumed any media with Gwendolyn Christie in. I looked at metal. 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 Any metal appearing in dreams represents the restrictions of the real world. It can represent basic abilities and attributes, but also can be hardness of feeling or emotional rigidity. Oh. You need to express yourself through different episodes of TNG. Right. Got it. <laughs> cool. Well, we watched a few more last night and they were very good. And I did cry at one of them. So there we go. I'm expressing myself. <laughs> it's so good. I've watched TNG before. Like a friend of mine. I feel like any Star Trek fan is like, okay, you're going to watch TNG. Here's a list of the episodes you should watch. And that is what my friend Damien did with me, which is why I've seen a few of them before. And that's what Nalzi and Zoe are doing. <laughs> so it's like, right, okay, let's go down the list. <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good. See, I, I don't know Star Trek very well at all. Um, yeah. Which one Which one is, like, who's the captain in uh, Picard. Next Generation? Oh, okay, so it is, like, the yeah. classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's Picard, Data, Worf, Riker, etc., etc. Um, I remember there was a holiday Alex and I went on uh, to this, like, cabin in the woods, and it would play the most random things on the TV, 
And one day we settled down and there was an episode of Star Trek on and we watched it. And then the next night it was the exact same episode and we just watched it again. <laughs> it was really cozy. Was it The Next Generation? I think it was, yeah. But I, I can't remember what the episode was. Yeah. But it was just like, oh yeah, I'll watch it again. Fine. Yeah, just watch it. <laughs> it's really easy watching. It's like when we were watching Poirot. Like It's just each episode is pretty much, you know, independent of the other. There's a couple yeah. of, of like you know two-parters um but for the most part you could just jump in whenever like there is stuff that's carried over like you know they'll reference things that happened earlier on and stuff but it's really accessible you can just watch whatever so yeah yeah, it's it's just it's just nice that's why it's so easy to be like okay these are the good episodes just watch these ones (laughs) yeah so yeah it's 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 very good it's very nice and it's it's been nice just sitting in a in a discord call and just watching star trek (laughs) oh it's been very cute. I think I just have memories of like, because I never really watched it, but my dad would watch it and I would be sat with him just because it was, like you say, it's just like a cozy thing to watch. Yeah. So I guess I have like, it feels very nostalgic watching it, mm. Um, but I can't really remember any episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I fair. did have a phase where I started watching through all of the Star Trek films for some reason oh right like the um the shatner ones yeah i've Um, never seen the star trek films i've never seen a lot of star trek to be honest i watched the first two seasons of picard which people will tell me why did i do that but i just did for some reason and (laughs) then yeah i've watched some tng but that's pretty much it i think yeah i remember when i was in year six of primary school and we did some sort of like space play for Christmas or something. And I remember we all had to um, wear like long sleeve shirts and we cut out cardboard, uh, like the little um, triangle badge that they all wear. Mm. And uh, we like covered it in foil and made it into a badge and stuff. But I was ill and I never actually got to do the play. Aww. And I was so sad because I was like, this is my last ever play of primary school and oh, I'm not no. doing it. Um, and I think I think I had to wear a red shirt and isn't that the ones who always die or something? So. No, red shirt's good, I think. Oh, I mean, what's the color of shirt that's like always the first one onto a planet and they always get killed? I'm not sure. I know that Tasha Yar, I think, it had a yellow shirt and she died. <laughs> what oh, no. shirt... Dies a lot in Star Trek. <laughs> There's Trekkies listening that are just like, how can you not know this? The most basic of trivia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one classically dies a lot. <laughs> oh no, yeah. A red shirt is a stock character in fiction who dies too soon after being introduced. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I red. was wearing a red shirt and I thought, ah, oh, that was it. I was cursed. That's why. In Star Trek, red uniform security officers and engineers who accompany the main characters on landing parties often suffer quick deaths. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I guess it's classic Trek because in the 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 colors they're wearing are different in classic Trek. Like, I think the captain like wears yellow, whereas in TNG, Riker and Picard wear red. So yeah, maybe they were like, right, it's time the red shirts stop dying, make the important <laughs> ones red. <laughs> The expectations. Everyone's watching episode one, like, well, this guy's a goner. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh dear, Star Trek. So, in conclusion, it's just it's just a little amuse bouche of things you've been. That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say smorgasbord. smorgasbord of uh, of the things you've been watching. I wonder if um. I, I was trying to remember if Gwendolyn Christie is on the Yogg's cast carousel because obviously there was the dragon. Oh God, yeah, Lewis riding the dragon <laughs> clip where she yeah. met him. That's the only thing I can See, think no, of. That might I, have I, I don't connected. think I would have seen Gwendolyn Christie there. I, I feel like I have seen her in like an article or something. Okay. Maybe, 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 but it would have been a while ago. Because I love Gwendolyn Christie. Every time I just see a picture of her, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> so I just take her in and just stare for a while. How tall is she? Very tall. Because there are times when I see people that I'm like, well, whammon, that I'm like, oh, wow, she's so tall. And then I look up, I look up and I see them. Now I look them up and I'm like, oh, I'm actually taller than you, but I do not feel as powerful. Let's see. <laughs> like Jade Cargill, the wrestler. Six foot three inches. Oh, wow. So she, oh, okay. No, fair dues. I'm definitely smaller. If I ever meet her, I'll have to wear big shoes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where I saw her, but maybe it was just a picture on on the... Oh, she's going to be in Severance season two. Maybe I read that somewhere. That might have uh... been it. Because office building, oh my God. Yep, maybe I read that. Maybe I saw it on the Severance Reddit or something. Well, there you go. Oh my God, my brain. It's remembering things I don't even remember. <laughs> good job me <laughs> it is like that though isn't it like sometimes i wonder if the faces that i see in dreams are just people i've seen when out and about and my brain is just like i'll just store this away mm. somewhere like like your brain is saving cookies for every real life website you visit <laughs> i mean people have said that before right? i don't know how true it is but they say like oh you can't dream a face you've never seen but it's like can yeah. you not is that true how do you know but part of me wonders how much it is just like autofill how much of it is just your brain saying you're seeing a face and you're not actually thinking of a face whatsoever it's just that you're yeah it's like when you read a book in a dream it's like that's a book I'm like, oh, okay i trust you thank you yeah I thought you were going to say it's like when you read a book and you can't be bothered to learn how to pronounce the names. So you're just <gasps> like, and then Frederick went Frederick. to <laughs> to fight for the family Frenchagadir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had such trouble with that when I first started doing a book club. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I actually have to say these names out loud. Oh, no. So we would always ask like, oh, did anyone listen to the audio book? <laughs> Just how do you say this? How to say names? <laughs> what does this mean? Um, would you like to hear? Yeah, should we do your dream? Yeah, we're gonna have a little a little sandwich, and I'm the filling. Oh, <laughs> dream sandwich, delicious! Here we go. Three, two, one, go. I was at this. Like, I don't know if it was meant to be a party or a meeting or just work. But it was like upstairs in this like loft um, and there were all these long tables and people were sort of busy around all of the tables and I was out opposite Rich. We were talking about something and he started telling me about his new tattoo machine or something. 
I don't think he even mentioned it. I just like, we talked about something and then I turned around and I felt this like scratching on my elbow and I looked down and Rich was tattooing it and I was like, what? But by that point I was like, well he started, I can't like not let him finish now. So I was chatting away to someone and eventually Rich was like, I'm done. And he was really pleased with himself. And I looked down and I couldn't actually see where it was because it was on my elbow. But um, I remember, like, I just somehow knew that it was um, like an autograph that he had taken off of artwork and copied. Uh, and it was Shinako. And I was like, well, I, I guess that's sort of okay. Um, and then I was talking to some artist I don't remember what happened with them though, but I was just talking to them and I think either they were asking if I liked their artwork and I was trying to be nice about it or something, I don't know. <laughs> I just mostly remember getting a tattoo. Um, the end. Bye-bye. There you go, I got a dream tattoo. You did, of an autograph. Yeah. So I like, like how polite you were, like, oh, he started now, might as well let him finish doing it. I just remember being like, oh, I mean, I guess people might not know. Rich is, he's very lovely, but he's very like, um, he's a proper grown up. Like, a, he's a, an adult. <laughs> and like mm. us pretend adults. Very business. So the thought of him just bringing a tattoo machine into work and randomly tattooing uh, colleagues without permission it's just it he just it's not him at all so i don't know where that came from um but i just remember i was like talking to someone else and i just felt him like gently sort of like take my arm and i was just sort of like i didn't look down i was just like oh, okay i don't i don't know what he's doing but you know maybe he's i don't know checking maybe i've got something on my arm and he's just checking and then i just felt <laughs> it was scratching and just looked down and he was just there like Hello, my elbow. <laughs> and I remember trying to see it in the dream and I was like twisting my arm around just like, why here of all places? I just cannot actually get a look at what this That's is. That's how he gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo the blind spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, Shinako is one of my favourite artists to be fair, but I don't think I want to be signed what do they in do? such a fashion. Ah, oh, they do beautiful um, watercolour paintings of bunnies. <laughs> All of their work oh. has bunnies in. It's so lovely. Um, I have... I do have a print by them, but I've not had it framed yet. But yeah, I love all oh, of the work. I thought maybe you showed me. I remember you showing me a print that you hadn't had framed. Maybe, question mark. The one maybe that was like... the ones in the, in the stairwell before you put them up. Mm, I, I think I showed you the one that was like a night sky and it's got like a bunnies running through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Shinako. But yeah, I don't know why. I just remember waking up and being like, tattoos are probably in the book. I'll record this dream. <laughs> <laughs> so Get I've looked up tattoo. <laughs> what do they mean? Um, It says... On a physical level, a tattoo will stand for an aspect of individuality in the dreamer he or she wishes to be seen as different. Well, it wasn't me choosing to get it. So hmm. I don't know if that stands. It says, a, a tattoo in dreams can also signify something which has left an indelible impression. This could be great hurt, but also could be a good memory. 
Sometimes the image which is tattooed... Or good art. Or good art. Sometimes the image which is tattooed is worth interpreting if it can be seen clearly. It couldn't be because it was on my elbow. Um, Hmm. In spiritual terms, a tattoo suggests a group identity belonging to a tribe or cult. It will be on a more intimate level than wearing a badge. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bunny owner. We're all part of a cult. (laughs) The bunny parents. And the cult leaders are the bunnies. They're in charge. I wonder if elbow is significant. Uh, Not significant enough to be in the book, it would seem. It's got knees. I mean, knees are just the elbows of the legs, so maybe... Oh, no, because it says the knees are symbolic of prayer and supplication and of emotional commitment. I guess you don't really... Oh, you bend your elbows to pray? (laughs) Maybe? Hmm. Uh, It's just more... Cult imagery? Maybe it's under arms. Uh, Oh, potentially. That could work. We use our arms in all sorts of different ways. In dreams, we may be defending ourselves, fighting, or being held. We may also be showing passionate commitment. I mean, is there anything so passionate as... Getting a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Against your will. Yeah. I'm passionately committed to supporting artists. And that's how I've chosen to show it. (laughs) I don't don't know. I thought it was going to be something more. I was really expecting that dream book to be like, here's something to blow your mind. But now I'm just like, huh? Huh? What do you think a tattoo would signify um, something permanent yeah something permanent and but i don't really know like maybe you're worried about a change that's happening or something because it's like this is something that i didn't want on my oh. elbow but now it's there forever even though it's an artist that you like it's like yeah. i still didn't want their name there that's true i had this dream The day, it would have been the night before Alex's birthday. And we got tattoos for his birth. No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) On our elbows. Oh my God. Matching elbow tattoos. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think because that also makes sense with the elbow thing. Because elbows are just like famously awkward. And I guess if there's a change that you find awkward... And you're trying to like, you can't, it's not something you can like face head on mm. because it's on your elbow. So yeah. you're like trying to flexibly look around. Now I just have to figure out what's changed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that I don't know. I was, um, was going to say this, like on the end of your elbow, you can't really feel it. Like you can pinch that as hard as you like and you'll never feel it. So yeah. it's like a change has happened, but you don't know what it is. Oh my god! Maybe gosh. you're wary of it happening. Oh my Something's god! Something's changed. I feel like I... someone's pinching your dream elbow, and you just don't know it's happening. Isn't there like a proper name for it? Isn't it called like the the weenus? weenus? Yeah, <laughs> it's a weenus. <laughs> someone's pinching my I've weenus. I've been trying not to say weenus this whole time, but it is in fact a weenus. Would you sign my weenus? Absolutely. Only if you get it tattooed. <laughs> Um, I I just I do find it odd that because I I do love Shinako's art, but I've not 
like it's not like I've been looking at it recently. I've not been thinking like, oh, here's some art I'd like to get um, and perusing it or anything. I swear there was some art I was looking at that I was meaning to get somewhere, but I can't even remember what it was. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I wonder why that came out of nowhere. I mean, maybe maybe you were just like looking at art and you were like, oh, I need to get that one framed, you know? Yeah. I do wonder if um it could be to do with obviously like there's birthdays mean getting older and i have been thinking ever since it turned 2024 i've been like this is the year that jerry turns 10 Aww. he goes into double digits so i wonder if it's like something to do with that because although you know birthdays it's not like we suddenly leap up a year when we have a birthday we're just a day older than the day before same as every day but i think him being in double digits somehow feels like a big big step. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah so yeah. i wonder if um because then that would explain why bunny True. artist yeah um, and it's a change you don't want yeah because i want him to remain forever a baby a baby, a small man. But yeah, I wonder if it's something to do with that. Because like, I guess maybe it's that I want to like freeze time in the way that you would in a tattoo. Because obviously tattoos do change on your skin and stuff. But essentially, that's like a permanent thing that is mm -hmm. set and immovable i know yeah. you can get them removed but bear with me <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if it's is that it's like my hope to freeze bunnies in time uh-huh uh -huh. so that they don't change and just be like that's just i'm in a because i have been thinking you know sometimes you get those stages in life where you're like i'm happy and if everything remained the same right now yeah that, that would be, be great yes. yes 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 so i wonder if it was that if that was like like i'm everything how it is right now signing it off get the signature tattooed bish bash bush solidify it i wonder if it's like that hmm yeah i mean that sounds pretty good to me honestly i i feel like everything we've said this is like the the most we've delved into a dream in <laughs> so bloody long because usually i just get distracted no, I, I, I get it. I think you're worrying about Jerry being a, an older gentleman. I mean, there is also like, I did have a meeting with Rich recently because I wanted his grown up sensible advice on something grown up and sensible. Mm -hmm. um, I what I so I asked if I could talk to him about um, getting advice on like starting a charity because obviously he's one of the founders of Jingle Jam, so he has experience of that stuff. So I wonder if, because when I was talking to him about it, I was like, you know, I also, it would just be nice to have something beyond streaming because I'm not going to be streaming forever. You know, it's nice to have something to, you know, to build something off of it and something to look forward to and work on in the future. So I guess there is yeah. also, he's probably quite symbolic of that stuff as well because we were talking about, you know, future and change and... um Yeah, true, true, yeah. That's probably why it was he. he. Uh, but yeah, short dream. 
but big thoughts in many thoughts as opposed to last week which was six minutes of nonsense (laughs) (laughs) you gotta keep the balance you know yeah yep 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 yep. um shall we listen to your sea monkeys shall we end on your oh my god (laughs) what no (laughs) don't say it Don't say it. I almost put two words together, which yep. wouldn't have. Yep. I've okay. already done it once. Don't do it again. <laughs> uh, your dream of water. Waters. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go. Hello. I had a dream that. I was in some sort of school, I think, and I had a little bag of sea monkeys on me, Um, but they'd been in my pocket for so long that when I got them out, the bag was huge, and the sea monkeys were gigantic, and you could see them, like, you could see, like, the little little sea monkeys in there, they looked like little, um little tiny bits of crab but with little eyes um, and they were just having a lovely time floating around and I was like look everybody look at my sea monkeys and then somebody poked the bag and I was like no don't do that don't poke the bag that's bad uh, and then um, I was in a big pool of water I don't know why but it was full of fish and I was showing the sea monkeys the fish um <sighs> I was lugging around the big bag full of sea monkeys and showing the fish in the water, the sea monkeys, and, like, going under the water and, yeah, showing them. But as I was carrying the bag, the bottom of it fell out like a like a shopping bag. So all the sea monkeys got out into the water, but some of them were still in the bag, so I quickly got out and I was like, oh, no, they need seawater, they don't need fresh water. So I went into one of, like, the workshops in this, like, school kind of environment. And I was like, do you have anywhere I can get seawater? And they were like, no, the the, the fish fish area is, is way over there. You're, you're way off course. And then someone, I think it was Bradley Walsh, said, oh, I can go and ask for you. I was like, oh, thank you, Bradley Walsh. Uh, and then that was kind of it. Uh, my, my sea monkeys never got rescued. The end. Aww. The end. The sea monkeys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was kind of... So the place we were in was kind of a mix of my school, well, my senior school, and one of the colleges I went to. Um, so I went to like an agricultural college in near Winchester. Um, yeah. Which narrows it down a lot. It's very easy to tell which one it's what it is. It's his name. It's called Sparshalt. There you go. Quick, <laughs> quick Google away. There we go. Um, and uh, Sparshalt was very specialised, and they had a. I, I didn't go there as part of the college. I was there for uni, but like it was the only place that had animals. Um, so yeah, so that's where I was. And they had a fishery. Like they had a bit there, especially for people who were doing degrees in like fish. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why, like, I was in like a, a woodworking workshop there, like my school, but also they were like, oh, the fish bits over there, because there was a fish 
section in my college. Yeah. <laughs> like, they literally just had a massive building. Like, that they loved the fish boys for some reason. Like, you know, there's horse girls, there were fish boys too. <laughs> um, they loved the fish boys and they had, like, state-of-the-art fishery equipment and all this, all this stuff. So, yeah. You mean there um, was a school in the school? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like it, it was it was not close enough for me to get uh, seawater by sea buggies. But as I walked into the workshop, there was like a tank that said something like saline solution or something, and I was like, "That's close enough. That's seawater, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I better ask first. And <laughs> oh god, but yeah, um, my poor my poor sea monkeys. But they were they the the bag like. I like how the bag had been in my pocket for so long that the bag itself had gotten bigger. Oh my god, I just remembered another huge part of my dream. Oh? Holy shit. You married a sea monkey. No, it didn't involve sea monkeys at all. So I was standing outside, but I was in, I think I was in Final Fantasy. Imagine you're in Final Fantasy XIV, you know, your character's there, but also like... I was controlling my character from just like a few meters behind. So imagine looking at yourself in third person in the game, but a little bit behind is me, IRL, controlling the character. Yeah. Um, and it was me and my brother, and we wanted to trade some items. Um, but I was controlling two characters at once. So I had like uh, a PlayStation controller attached to me um, so I could control one character, and then I was controlling the other one. But also my brother was there and we were trying to trade items that we shouldn't have been trading. I don't even know. Um, and, and, and while we were doing the trade, my character was like walking into a wall because the controller was underneath my shirt. So the joystick was like pushed. So the character was just like bashing into a wall. And then like a guy, a guy walked over to it and he's like, hmm, okay. And it's like, oh God, we're going to get caught. We're going to get caught doing this trading. We need to we need to like just make a move. So I unplugged the controller quickly and just sort of wandered off. And and my brother said something like, "Oh, I'll meet you. I'll meet you somewhere." I don't know where he said, but he said, "I'll meet you somewhere." But I didn't go there. I went to just like a random street. And then this guy, I don't know who he was, but it was him and like a couple of others. They were like proper like sticklers for the rules and they came up to me and they're like, "You're in trouble. I'm going to report you." You've been doing this trading, and you shouldn't have been doing it. Um, you're 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 in so much trouble. Like it's so obvious you've been cheating. And I was like, no, actually, I was just doing this. I was just trading. And he was like, oh yeah, well, why was why why do you have an iPhone there when when you were doing the trading, you were holding this purple phone? And I was like, because that was my purple phone. Hang on, I'll get it out of my bag. <laughs> and then I had like a little gym bag in front of me. I was like looking through it and I was like, I know I don't have it because my brother has it and it was his phone and that's how we were doing the trading. So I'm looking through the bag like, oh, it's not there. And then suddenly my brother turns up and I'm like, do you have my purple phone? And he's like, oh yeah. And he handed it to me and I was like, see, he took it by accident. <laughs> Classic brother. <laughs> ha ha ha. And, and like, it's, it's this whole thing. And he's like, oh yeah, so if you're not cheating, why do you have that gym bag full of stuff? for cheating and I was like it's not full of stuff it's full of snacks and I opened it and like all of the stuff I was using for cheating was <laughs> underneath like biscuits and cake and stuff I'm like see it's just snacks it just it's the first day of school and I needed snacks and I was, 
and I was trying so desperately to to not arouse suspicion from this this guy who was so obviously suspicious. Oh my gosh! And it was like we shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have done this. We're in trouble now. And I just got into a massive <laughs> argument with this guy that said he was going to report me. Oh my god! And yeah, that was that. I don't know where that fit in, but that also happened. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love how it's like those those films where. There's one tiny misunderstanding and then it just, it's like the, out of control. Yeah, the, the webs you weave yeah. <laughs> it just keeps getting more and more. <laughs> oh my God. I think like the, the, the main idea of it was that my brother was there, but I was using his account to trade something between the two of us. Um, so it was like, oh, you're, 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 you're trading between two accounts of, that you're in control of, you're cheating, blah, 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 which isn't even, you know, not yeah. even a bad thing, but apparently it was cheating. So, <laughs> oh dear. Have you ever been banned from a game? Um, hmm, have I been banned from a game? I got wrongly banned from MapleStory and I was so <laughs> sad. Oh no! So you used to get these like uh, mob spawn bags that people would use just to get uh, XP so they would just like you know go to a place that spawn them fight the mob and get XP but if you were like there were safe zones like towns and stuff where mobs wouldn't spawn and um people would go just AFK there because obviously there's no problem but that meant that people yeah. would then use the mob spawn bags and the mobs would just slowly kill everyone who was AFK and I went AFK, I got back and someone had done that because you got these like little graves on the screen. Um, But all the mobs had then gone. Someone had obviously come along, killed them, reported me and then left. And I was banned for like a month. And this is back when I was in university and I didn't have any friends. And the only social contact I had was my guild on MapleStory. And I couldn't talk to any of them and I couldn't tell them what had happened. So um, I was so sad. I just had a lonely month. Oh, that's so sad. Of playing nothing. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been banned on a game. Um... On Habbo Hotel, I gave my password away because I was an idiot. <laughs> and then that account ended up getting banned because I reported them so much. <laughs> um, but technically, it wasn't my account at that point because I gave the password away. Yeah. Uh, oh, It was just like, give me your password and you can get all of this free stuff. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds great. What a good idea. Like that classic thing of the like the moment I said it, like I mean, I was I was so suspicious. I was like, mm, I don't know about this, and they were like, No, no, for real, it's true. And I was like, Okay, well, you've 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 twisted my arm. Here you go. And then when I gave it to them, I immediately got logged out, and I was like, Nah. <laughs> it's like that oh. thing where it's like, Oh, did you know if you say your password in chat, it just appears as asterisks? You yeah, should try. literally. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, no, God. it doesn't. Yeah, for me, I just see star, 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 star. <laughs> I can't see it at all. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> oh, oh, but no, dear. I don't think I've ever actually been banned. I am. Um, I've still got my old RuneScape account from 2004. I'm due to get my 20 year cape this year. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, that's cool. If cool's the right word, I don't think it is. And, um, <laughs> no, it is. Oh, no. that's, pre- that's pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, I I guess it's mainly before I get the opportunity to get banned, I um forget the password. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or give it away. Um <laughs> I, I was uh, I was reading a thread the other day. Somebody who used to play Club Penguin. I never played Club Penguin, but for some reason, I think it must have been on the Club Penguin subreddit or something. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was on the Blunder Years subreddit. Yeah. Uh, this person was looking through their old email account and they found uh, an email from a Club Pe- Penguin like mod because they pretended to be their mum and they requested all of the reasons that they were ever banned and they'd been banned so many times and it was just like okay here's a list of all the reasons you've been banned <laughs> and it's like they were saying things like mm, give me kisses mm, you're so hot mm. and then it's just <laughs> stuff like that like we should cuddle blah 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 and then it's like reason number four penguin said eat shit <laughs> Yeah, so and, and it was it was so funny. Like all of these really stupid reasons for this person getting banned, and then they were like, "Oh, I was actually quite well known. I was going around my server causing trouble all the time, and like people would always come up to me like I was a famous penguin." And then someone in the comments was like, "Oh my god, were you blah 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 blah? I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you said I was hot, so <laughs> give kisses." <laughs> But the thing was, they had they were trying to get around the um, uh, what's the word the like the language filter. So like you you couldn't say stuff like kisses or you know stuff like that. So they were like, mm, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, okay. Give Mrs. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so silly. But yeah, no, I've never been banned from anything as far as I can remember. Yeah, I've always been good. Very and, um, a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, model citizen, unlike me and, and Maple Story, ne'er do well apparently you are, in yeah. the eyes of the law. <laughs> SMH. Can I just say, your sea monkeys? Yeah, I love the fact that they had got bigger because I remember having sea monkeys. I remember the sea monkey craze, and there was this idea. Much in the same way that you thought those little um, squishy aliens in the egg could get pregnant. Come alive and get pregnant, yeah. The idea with sea monkeys was that if you just looked after them for long enough, they would be like the size of a man. They would just keep getting bigger. They were like, they would, because I remember thinking they would grow to fit their environment. So if you just put them in the sea, they'd be massive. (laughs) They were just massive sea monkeys in there. They'd be like, Aquaman or whoever it is. Oh. Who's the fish one? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's Aquaman, I think. So yeah, I like the fact that they were just getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Because that's well, it's a they throwback. got very big because I left them in my pocket and forgot about them. But then when I pulled the bag out of my pocket, the bag was huge. It was like a I don't know, like a like an A three piece of paper sized bag. Or maybe even A two. Yeah. It was really big. But it wasn't like having them in a plastic thing like you used to it was it was literally like a big bag with a window in it yeah um and like the back of the bag was mirrored too so I was under the water and I remember putting it against the wall and being able to see myself in the mirror in the back but I could see like the little sea monkeys environment reflected too so it was it was really pretty yeah so it's like you could see the fish looking in and the sea monkeys looking out and then me in the reflection like ah look at them it was cool I don't really understand how Sea monkeys work. It makes me sad to think about them because I reckon mm. 
the majority of sea monkeys haven't lived good lives. No. That makes me oh, very aren't, sad. Aren't they, aren't they just like... Are they little shrimp? They are, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But I don't understand how they get in there. Like, are they all just like... Is it eggs? Are they dried? Do they just come back to life when you put them in? I, I don't understand the science of sea monkeys. And it makes me sad thinking of all the ones that are probably just somewhere in an Argos in the very back rooms that never got bought. All of the... Oh, I want to open like a sea monkey sanctuary and look after them all. Let's just rescue them all. Because I only remember those, like, you used to get the the kits, didn't you? And they had that little plastic water yeah, bit. Yeah, it was like a plastic tub and and a little... It came with eggs and a little pouch that you put like in the yeah, water. Well, what did you do once that food ran out? I don't know if it was food. It was... I'm just, I'm reading about them now. So, growth food containing yeast and sp- spirulina is then added every seven days nutritional yeast Maybe. sea monkeys are my people <laughs> <laughs> yeah you put like algae and yeast in there and they just munch on that I my sea monkeys met a bad end and it oh. makes me sad when I think oh, no. about it because I was I don't remember why I had sea monkeys. I loved them. I was determined to look after them the best I could. And then one night I must have moved it to my windowsill to clean underneath it or something. And then I forgot. And then the sun came up in the morning. And that was the end of my sea monkeys. Oh, no. Yeah. I was never allowed sea monkeys. Can you even get sea monkeys anymore? You must be able to. I mean, you shouldn't be able to, but you must be able to. Oh, my God, you can. Sea monkeys are sold the world over. Their eggs are freeze-dried, packaged, and then distributed to sea monkey vendors. You can. You, they're, they're £10 in Argos. After many years, the original sea monkeys are back. Add the eggs and you're ready for instant life. Feed them and watch them grow to up to two centimetres. Really? That's quite big. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a sea monkey get that big. Brine shrimps are strong survivors. They have developed the ability to keep their eggs in suspended animation, cryptobiosis, for years. That means that if these little creatures' homes got dried up for a couple of years and then the rains finally gave them some swimming area, they hatch and grow. (gasps) Shrimp are amazing. I think sea creatures in general are amazing. They're all alien. Yeah, it's like a whole other world down there. So many reviews for these sea monkeys say that they didn't even hatch. <laughs> no. But it didn't work. Very disappointed nephew. Oh my gosh. I just, <laughs> there was a search that was like, sea monkeys, vegan. And then there's a veggie forum that's like, what is everyone's take on sea monkeys? I mean, I can't <laughs> imagine people would be like. It does feel kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm I'm very surprised they're still a thing. Yeah. I guess it's just like because it's sea life, like people don't really care. Cause people still don't think that fish are sentient. It's just like, well I mean like or like the fish have a conscious like fish, of course they are. Like, you know, every yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it was in that they think the fish don't feel pain. It's like, yes, of course they do. They just feel it in a different way to us. Well, some people think that, yeah, like Cats and dogs aren't sentient. It's like, uh, but uh, <laughs> excuse me, maybe you're oh. not sentient. <laughs> Have yeah. you thought about that? 
Um, I looked up fish in for your dream. Okay. Uh, and it says, dreaming of fish connects with the emotional side of ourselves, but more our ability to be wise without being strategic. We can often simply respond okay. instinctively to what is going on without needing to analyze it. Oh. So you're very wise and instinctual. Am I? But not strategic. Well, yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. Flying by the seat of my pants. Oh. Like a fish. Fish signify temporal and spiritual power. When pictured as two fish swimming in opposite directions, it is recognized as the sign of Pisces. You're not a Pisces, are you? No. Oh, but Aquarius. Oh, so that's still quite fishy. Well, Aquarius is actually an air sign. Oh my gosh. Believe it or not, it's not a oh, water sign. Aquarius, I get it. Aquarius, I say, yeah. <laughs> I'm fish. I'm Pisces. I'm Hi. fish. <laughs> the old double fish. <laughs> I am fish. Um, Brady is fish. Yeah, I was fish in the year of the dragon, so I'm like a big dragon fish. I was Me. Aquarius in the year of the rooster. Oh, aircock. Aircock. <laughs> aircock and fish dragon. Solving the case again. Um, oh, unrelated. You never watched Avatar, did you? Not the blue people, but the, um, you know, Fire Nation. Well, the Lost Airbender. Yeah. yeah, of course I did. You yeah, did. Yeah, I watched, yeah, I've watched loads of times. Have Love you it. seen the trailer for trailer. the live action yes. one? Oh my gosh, the I casting have. is so good. It is so good. I, only, I hope it's good. The I, only person I'm a bit like, hmm, is uh, Zuko. Is like, I don't quite see it but i'm willing yeah. to be proven wrong because sometimes i think I, I think zuko will prove themselves when they get to like the season three zuko yeah <laughs> because before that even in the cartoon it's just like oh zuko but then yeah he gets so much better or even i don't know season two zuko season two zuko. Hey. zuko here zuko here <laughs> I'm excited very much. My favorite casting is the fact that the cabbages guy is the cabbages guy from the animated. Oh my god, series. is he? Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> they were like announcing all of the main characters, and I was like, "What about the cabbages man, though?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no, oh. I can accept that. That's good. That's good." <laughs> but Iridian hasn't watched it. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Oh, well, uh, this is a, a an episode calling out Rydian for not watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Thank you. Rydian's just really bad for like, you know, if you ask him to watch something and he just doesn't. Yeah, he just doesn't watch it. He's, just it. he's like, I'll add it to the list. Yeah. And then he doesn't watch it. Yeah, classic <laughs> Rydian, honestly. <laughs> Always like that, that guy. Oh my gosh. You send him a link. Does he watch it? Yeah, of course he does. Nah. <laughs> Puts it on the list. Unbelievable. <laughs> We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> it's okay. It's right at the end. We, we're known to run away halfway through this episode. He might have fallen asleep by now. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I feel like we did actually do some some dream think today. Dream think. Hell yeah. I'll try and bring more dreams to the table. Yeah. I think I have one more in the dream bank. Oh, lovely. Uh, so I need to go away and do a little bit more. But we do have some exciting guest episodes planned for the we future. Do. So, um, I mean, it'll be 
not for a couple of weeks now, but don't worry, there's light at the end of this tunnel. <laughs> there do be. There <laughs> it is won't light. just be us. <laughs> Um, but thank you, Kirsty, for a very lovely chat. And congratulations oh, you, on your dreams. I'm very proud oh, of you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'll try and keep it up. Nice. Nice. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Until thank next you, time. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye for Bye-bye now. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.